Welcome back to the Tell Em How It Is Sis podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Carrie. We're two sisters telling you exactly how it is every single week. Hello, guys. Welcome back. Happy Thursday. What's happening? Happy Thursday. It always throws me off when we pre-record because I'm like, it's Tuesday, bitch. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Thursday for you guys. Yep. We're two days ahead. We're time travelers. I wish it was Thursday right now. Oh, me too. I'm ready for the weekend. It has been a a long week already. I feel like I've gotten so much done. Yeah. uh, But like nothing done at the same time. I feel that. My mom, if you guys don't know, I still live at home, but my mom has been sick. Oh, no. Like really sick yesterday and today. And I've been playing caregiver. And, like, I'm, like, do you have COVID? Like, stay away from me. I know. It's still going around, dude. I'm, like, keep hearing about it. She's tested and she's negative. So, hopefully, it stays that way. But she's, like, sore throat, cough. I'm, like, Jesus. Oh, no. I need need tea. I need this. I'm, like, okay. Where's your husband? (laughs) I'm over (laughs) I know. She's cute. Oh, my my gosh. Hopefully, she feels better soon. She's the cutest. At least it's this week and not next week. Yeah, for your two, engagement party. Two weeks until the engagement party, guys. We're coming in hot. I am so excited. Oh my gosh. It's I'm like so- all the fun starts now. Yes, it does. I'm really excited. I can't believe, like, I still like look at my hand and I'm like, whoa, I am getting married. Isn't that did crazy? You ha- did you like have that mm-hmm. when you first got engaged? You're like, whoa, like, I actually am getting married. Oh, yeah. I felt like that for, like, months after. I feel like – I mean, the next day after getting engaged, I will never forget just, like, looking at my hand and being like, whoa. Like, it was so surreal. And then it felt like that for a really long time. And then, like, the engagement party. Yeah. It will be, like, the first thing. Like, obviously, you've had birthday parties and things like that. But it will be, like, the first thing as a couple where people are there to celebrate you and it's spoil you and it's just like all about you and like it's just so exciting it's just different yeah. than anything you've ever experienced so yeah, don't I'm drink excited. too much that's my advice did I you drink like, too much the night of your engagement party I didn't drink too much but I do think I got like I felt pretty buzzed like I felt like you know when you're pretty buzzed and then you're like pulled in so many directions that like all of a sudden everything goes by in a blink of an eye yeah you know I'm talking about like I think I could have had, like, if I had one less drink or one less shot, if, like, everyone was pulling me for shots, I probably would have, like, remembered, not remembered, but, like, soaked in more moments and think time would have gone a little slower. Because I feel like when right. you're sober, time goes slow. And yeah. then when you're drinking and having fun, it goes by in a blink of an eye, so. Yeah, it's, like, over before it even started almost. That's, like, truly how that engagement party felt. Like, all of a sudden, I was, like, Oh my god, we're already done. Like I don't even know. So yeah, okay. Same with weddings; they go by so fast. Yeah, my wedding better feel like a fucking eternity with how much money we're spending. Dude. Like literally, no. I just finally heard back from my wedding planner, and I've been asking her to have like a phone call so we can touch base. And um, so we're gonna set that up. And she's like, as you know, like which I did not know this, but she's like, Cabo is like the number one destination right now for weddings and so like a lot of prices are going up and I'm just oh god yeah we're already like over our budget and we haven't even discussed floors floor did I say that right (laughs) florals yeah florals yeah you were getting there (laughs) halfway there mixed florals and flowers but yeah um we haven't even discussed like a floral contract or decor and I'm just like really scared Mm, yeah very, very I'm, scared. I'm sure that – well, I don't know. We talked about this last week, but flowers are just outrageous. It's almost like you just want to make your own floral arrangement at that point, but um, – I mean, you're, you – I mean, not that you would, but you c- probably could do something along the lines of, like, DIY since you're, like, a little bit more local. I literally I could for, like, would. The, the tablescapes for sure, mm-hmm. but, like, the, the aisle way, no, but – or like inside for sure. We'll see. We'll see how the budget uh, is going when the time comes. <laughs> we might be DIYing a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Seriously. Oh well, my god. Speaking of DIYing, well not that I really did it myself, but I got my save the dates. I pressed order like an hour ago. So love that for you. They're on their way. They're super cute. I'm really obsessed with them. I just did like, well, I guess I'll share on social media, but I just did like a picture on the front, three photos on the back, kept it classic and kind of plain. I'm like, I'm not going to drop hundreds of dollars on save the dates that are no. already being sent out later than they should be. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to like, I'll put all my energy into the actual invites and stuff, but yeah, I've, I've like been watching so many TikToks on from wedding planners and they're like, no one even cares these days about the invitations or the no. save the dates being really nice. They And they said do a QR code in the from the invite or whatever and you scan the QR code and it takes you to the wedding website and you RSVP there. So you don't even have yep. to send, it, send anything back. I'm like, that is literally genius. That is what Lauren Ariola did, my friend, and it was the first time I've ever seen anyone do that. And I'm pretty sure I like instantly RSVP'd because all I did was scan the QR code and the website popped up. So yeah, and it, we already figured out how to make one of those. We didn't add it on the save the date because like you're not RSVPing. That's just like save the date. Yeah, um, but yes, that's definitely the plan. And I agree. I tried to think back to every save the date I've ever gotten and. I mean, you lose I'm, them. Sorry to say, them, but yeah. You, I do remember like like my friend Corey and Jess, we just went to their wedding. I remember their photo and thinking, oh, it's so cute. But other than that, like I don't remember the details. So I'm like, I'm not right. doing the wax seal. I'm not doing the like extra gold inside the – like you can get your envelopes that have gold or silver when you open it, which I'm not yeah, even no. sure if that's cheesy or not. And yeah. It was like 50 bucks. I'm like, why would I do that? Yeah, no. Well, everyone's getting no. white envelopes. Yeah, white envelope for sure. Nothing fancy, especially for the save the date. Maybe like exactly. wedding, if it's in the budget, you'll get a wax little sticker. But if not, <laughs> sorry, dude. It's not it's, happening. It's funny because I, I was like looking at this like – it's called like vella, vellum paper. I'm probably saying it wrong, but it's like that waxy looking paper that you slip your card into. Oh, yeah. Um, And like wax seals and all this stuff. And like it starts adding up, obviously. I'm like – who am I doing this for? What my TikTok I want to make? Am I like that's, yeah. all, that's how my mind works now? Like, am I doing it for social media? Not like to look cool, but like to get I don't know to gain momentum or gain followers or gain whatever. Like, is that why I'm doing it, or am I doing it because I really want to do it? So that's yeah, what I, that's what I ask myself these days. Now I'm like, is this gonna val- Is this gonna like add value if I share it, or am I just wasting money? Right, so, I feel I that. To skip it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't blame you. That's yeah, it's just not something that's worth it. Um, on the topic of weddings, should we talk about? We wanted to talk about what it's like dating first responders today. Yes, I don't know what. Like, I just told Caitlin when she's like, "What should we talk about today?" Because we never like pre-plan these. Um, and my OCD <laughs> type A personality like hates that, but also like I don't think either you nor I have any time to sit down and actually plan. Yeah. And I think that's why people like the podcast because it just feels like they're chatting with us like on a phone call. Right. Um, but anyways, I digress. Um, I was – we were at a wedding this past weekend for our friends Corey and Jess and there's a lot of – he's a fireman, so there's a lot of firemen there. There's cops there. Obviously, James, Caitlin's fiance is um, a cop and – He's a sheriff, yeah. Or a sheriff and – the wedding planner there she listens to the podcast a shout out to Vanessa she was so cute and so sweet so Um, sweet yeah she she did a great job organizing coordinating their whole um their whole wedding but I didn't know but her her husband I think she said it's a sheriff too right yeah or a police officer I think she said sheriff so just kind of got me thinking because I was like what our weekend was about I was like you know what it might be fun to share what it's like dating a first responder, I guess being engaged to a first responder, like a fireman, a cop. And I don't know. I think some people might really not care, but others might be interested in hearing like what And it's some like. people might relate if they're like dating a first responder too, I think. It's like f- interesting to hear about other people's relationships within the same, like their significant other does the same thing. Or maybe they're even police officers or firefighters. True. You just never know. Yeah. No, you never know. And I, I used to – get dms like pretty regularly about people asking for like tips on 
dating a first responder or if it gets easier not seeing them all the time. And I never really realized like how much of my audience like actually was also dating like firemen. So I feel like it could be valuable for some people or just interesting and a peek, (laughs) a little more of a peek into like Caitlin and my life as well. In our relationships. Yeah. Um, Do you want to talk about, should we talk about like schedules and what it's like dating someone on the certain schedules that even between police and fire is different. So maybe yes. you can talk about what it's like dating a fireman and I can talk about what it's um, yeah. like dating a sheriff. I like that. So I guess the first thing we'll talk about is schedule. So for firemen, a lot, there are different schedules for different departments. Um, so Patrick's in particular is, so he will be ideal. Like this is like if he never picked up one overtime, this would be his schedule. He would be off of work one day and then he would go back to work for one day. So I would see him, like, let's say he's off Monday, then he goes back Tuesday. Um, And then he would be off for two days. So he'd be off Wednesday, Thursday. On one, wait, on. And then Mm -hmm. he would go back. I'm like trying to remember now. Then I think he would go back for a day or two, and then he would be off for four days. Wow. One day on, one day off, two days on, two days off, one day on, four days off. I think that's what it is. But he picks up so much overtime that I don't even – that's why I don't know the schedule. Like, yeah. I don't know, like, the back of my hand if he actually stuck to it. But um, he picks up a lot of overtime. So when they pick up overtime, they get, like, time and a half or something like that. And so he honestly ends up working, like, th- sometimes two to three days in a row. I won't see him. And for those that don't know, I think most people do. But a fireman's schedule is, like, a 24-hour shift. So if he works Monday, he goes in, he leaves the house at 6 a.m., and then he comes home at 8 a.m. the next day on on Tuesday. So it's a huge adjustment, and it really was in the beginning a really big adjustment because, obviously, I, you know, don't get to sleep with him, and I sleep alone, or sometimes my mom will come over, like, because I'm a baby. I don't love being alone all the time and I try not to like you know say on social media as well like when he's working and stuff like that because there's just creepy people out there yeah um, I've lectured you so many times about I know. that you have my friend Jess Bailey's husband's a, a cop like not even being with a cop I think people with common sense know not to say that but I'm just like always an open book so I'm like hi Patrick's working today and then I'm like oh, I probably shouldn't say that so yeah. yeah, it was definitely a really big adjustment learning to like be alone all the time and sleep alone because right. most people will never have to experience that in, you know, this a first responder industry unless like, you know, you're nurse, doctor, I'm sure there's other overnight shifts I'm not thinking of. But, you know, you don't think when you're about to marry somebody that you're going to spend majority of your nights alone. That's you really know? crazy to put it that way. Like, right? for... Until he's not a firefighter anymore, you're basically sorry, you guys. Carrie's dog is barking in the back. Yeah, I can Let hear me go crew. Feed him. Okay, <laughs> one second, you guys. We're gonna pause. <laughs> okay, crew has been fed. We, we are back. Angry boy. <laughs> yeah, he was mad. He was ready for his dinner. Um. Anyways, what I was saying is, when you're like dating someone and then you're now gonna marry them, I don't think like something that goes through your head is what exactly what you said that you don't really spend every single night with them, and a lot of nights you're like sleeping it alone. I think that takes. I think that also speaks on your character and like you being independent and confident in yourself to have that much alone time, and like you know be okay like not being with your partner 24 7 yeah it's true like I never coming from like a traditional family household with both my parents that are still together like sleep in the same room every night I never thought like I would be not having I always thought I would date somebody or marry someone with a nine-to-five that came home every single night and like if anyone listening out there has that like I have two things to say and they kind of contradict each other one don't take it for granted yeah. Two, I'm sorry because you have to see them all the time and I get a break. <laughs> I will say That's it true. is really nice to have those breaks and that time to miss each other. And I always say absent makes a heart grow fonder. So when he is working two to three days, like 
I get like that excitement, like, oh, he's coming home tomorrow. I get to see him. What are we going to do? It's almost like, it's almost like every time he comes home, it's like the weekend, if that makes sense. Like not that. Yeah. It's, it's almost like you're dating. Because you're you looking like, forward. Yeah, you're to like see looking each other forward. Again. Exactly. You're looking forward to it. It's like, oh, even though it's just a Wednesday, like he's coming home and like maybe we'll have a date night or something. Whereas like most right. couples probably wait till like Saturday to have their date night. So it's almost like I get to look forward to him coming home and not just looking forward to the weekend all the time like most people do. So yeah, I will say it's it's a double-edged sword. It's I do like my alone time. I've learned a lot about myself and I found a lot of independence and I've learned that I recharge alone and I could read my book. I could do like wedding planning. I could get literally all my Instagram stuff like done when he's at yeah. work. And then when he's home, quality time, one-on-one time. I mean, he would probably like to do some things, but I'm like, nope, we're doing this and we're doing that. Like Wait, I run, su- I run the day. A, that's such a funny point to make. Um I want to talk about that in a second, but let me talk about dating a sheriff a little bit because it's actually yes. – it's different because they do come home every night, but James will work like a 12-hour shift at a time, so he works like 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., and that's the whole entire day, and by the time that he comes over or I go over to his house or sometimes we don't see each other, he's like ready to eat and go to bed, you know? So I feel like it's similar in the way of like – you don't see each other for a lot of time, but we also do get to see each other every single day if we wanted to. Right. I, or when, when you live together, you will. When we live together, we'll see each other every single day for the most part, unless he goes to night shifts. And then I will probably won't see him for like his shift that he works, which is like three days, four days, three days, four days that alternate alternates every um, week unless he does overtime. Um, so just like, like you said, it's just weird. I definitely prefer day shift. Yeah, it's just like when he's on night shift, I feel like he I'm more in the situation that you're in. But when he's in on day shift, I feel like we kind of have a normal relationship. But I still get that 12 hours of independence where I like get up, I do my workout routine. And then I can like at night get excited to see him. It's not like during the day I'm like, oh, what is he doing right now? Should we go get lunch together? There's like not even that option. That's true. So he comes home at seven o'clock at night. And let's just say like pretend you guys live together or whatever I guess you do now. If you But you don't really see him on days he works, right? I you see him. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. So like he came over Monday. He's going to come over tomorrow. It just depends on the week. Every week's different. And like if I'm cooking dinner or like there's something we – we're both craving to go eat or something like that. Then he'll come over. But he, so on if the he date, comes over, will he sleep the spend the night and leave? No, that's work? what I was just gonna say. Every work day, we never have a sleepover. He always goes home and stays in his own um, bed. Okay. Wow. Okay. So when so he comes over at like seven o'clock at night. Yeah, he'll come over okay. at seven, and I'll like have made. He's dinner. not tired. No, he's exhausted, but he wants to see me and I want to see him. It's like we miss each other. So he'll come over and have dinner and hang out until like nine for like two hours, maybe till 10. And then he goes home. Are you on his way home? No, it's complete opposite direction. Oh my God. So he's really going out of his way. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if it's harder for them or harder for us. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, I don't know. I want to say probably them, but also also like, no, because I do feel like we're. A lot of times, not sitting and waiting because we have our own life, but like it right. does feel like um, you're working around of, their schedule. Yes, you're working around their schedule, and it's yeah. funny because you and I are both very like independent, strong-willed go-getters. Yeah. That I'm sure you nor I ever thought we would be marrying <laughs> somebody that like we have to be revolved around their schedule type of thing, or like totally if they got a massive opportunity pay raise whatever to like move to a different department like it would be dumb not to take it and like oh we'd have to pick up and move our life which I I mean I think we're they're both at great departments that'll probably never happen that would probably be different if we lived in bumfuck nowhere and then they got an (laughs) opportunity in California or something but right so we're pretty lucky in that aspect but yeah I mean yeah gosh we our lives do revolve around their schedule and but then you brought up a good point you said when um ever Patrick's off you plan his whole day for him 
And me and James have had been having this discussion lately because every single day that James is off for a full day, I'm like, we're going to do this, this. Mm -hmm. He's like, what about me having any free time to myself to just like sit on the couch and hang out by myself or like go hang out with my guy friends? I'm like, because (laughs) we don't see each other for like four days, like really, we see each other for like two hours a night. That's really not seeing each other to me, you know? Mm -hmm. I want to spend every single day together, every single second, you know? Right. Right. And that like, it's hard because that's how I am as well when Patrick is off. But we also get our time when they're working to do the things that we want yes. to do, like see our friends, go to lunch, do yes. our job, all of that. And so when they're home, it's like their life like revolves around us. Granted, they still like they'll go play golf once in a while or whatever. But yeah, like yeah, I would yeah. say eighty percent of the time they're probably <laughs> spent with us. And I don't think that yeah. that bothers them. I think their friends are also busy as well. But but um, yeah, it is. Sometimes Patrick's like, you know, he wants to do crypto things on his computer, and he's right. like. In the morning, I'm like, no, I want to see you. You just got home. And then he naps. And then he wakes up and eats. And then I, and he wants to, like, get on his computer. I'm like, no. But then he's like, you don't let me get on my computer in the day. And then you don't want me to do it at night because of dinner. Yeah. And we watch Netflix. He's like, when do I get time to, like, learn this stuff? And I'm just like, there's, like, no winning. But also, yeah. you just, I feel it is like what it is. we're probably all, you and Patrick and me and James, are still learning the balance of it. And it's like, you know. Exactly. You guys haven't lived together for that long. Me and James don't live together yet. And I'm sure that's going to be another adjustment period. But it's like finding the balance of like enough quality time spent together and enough like alone time separately, especially with their jobs. I feel like if you both work a nine to five, it's way different. Totally. Way different. Totally. So another thing that we could talk about, this kind of goes with what we're saying with the schedules is things people don't think about are like, holidays and missed events and stuff yeah yeah so um I don't know exactly how it goes but every year I mean there's definitely a handful of holidays Patrick's Patrick works like I think this year he works Christmas and so does James yeah and it like sucks I mean obviously we don't have kids right now so I'm like get do it now while you can and like cover for guys that have kids if you need to because, like, hopefully good karma will come back. When we have right. kids, you can be there on Christmas. Um, but, you know, he has, like, Christmas Eve off. So, like, that's something where now we make Christmas Eve our our Christmas. Well, I've always actually – I don't want to say I've liked Christmas Eve more. But that's when I see my, like, cousins. And, like, it just feels like family time. Whereas yeah. Christmas, it's just my immediate family. And, like, yeah, we open our gifts. But once the gifts are open, it's kind of like – Okay, now what? Whereas right. Christmas Eve, like you're still looking forward to waking up for Christmas. I've always loved Christmas Eve. But anyways, long story, boring. Uh, he's off Christmas Eve. So I'm like, okay, that's when we're going to celebrate Christmas. But you're also going right. to miss the excitement of like Christmas morning. So right. that's another it, hard thing. It is. And uh, when – I don't know about Patrick. When, does he pick his schedule or no? Because his schedule is always no. alternating. Yeah. So James picks his schedule. And when he's picking, we look at like what holidays he's going to have on and what holidays he's going to be off. And we like try to pick his schedule according to our favorite holidays that we actually want to spend together. That's funny. That's smart. I don't Yeah. yeah I don't think Patrick does that, honestly. He just picks whatever station and shift he wants and takes. And Right. Um, but that's smart. But it, I mean – that's just another thing that's hard. Like you miss, you know, you miss weddings. You miss, there's been multiple times where people are like, where's Patrick? Oh, same. Always working. Like I swear some people like that are important in my life. Well, maybe not, maybe not now, but like there's been times where people that are super important in my life, friends and stuff that had like literally never met Patrick. They're like, does he even exist? You know, <laughs> I've been like years of dating. It's because every Most, time yeah. I see those friends, he's always working. I'm like... I don't know. Like, I I don't know. I don't – yeah. I feel that. In the beginning of our relationship, everyone – it was, like, exciting. And everyone's like, oh, like, who's your boyfriend? Like, where is he? He's right. never here. I'm like, well, I see him. So that's all that matters. Yeah. But, yeah, he works a lot. Yeah, that's, like, a weird balancing act. I feel like especially, like, when you're still introducing, like, important people and friends to your significant other when dating a first responder, it's like people almost don't believe that they – that they exist. I know. It, it's just, it's so funny. Like, this is kind of a little bit off topic, but not. But it's just like, me. you had made me click something in my mind. But I remember 
thinking like how scary it would be because my best friend growing up, her dad's a fireman. He lives in our neighborhood. And I remember thinking like, that's got to be like the scariest thing ever. And I would ask her all the time growing up, like, aren't you afraid that your dad is like going to die in a fire? Like every time he goes to work. Like I remember always thinking that she was so used to it. And I was always like, that is so scary. And now I'm yeah. like, now I get it. Cause that's, they don't go on a fire every single day and stuff. But right. it, I mean, it is dangerous. So like, I don't know. Do you have any like story? I mean, I know James is in the jails right now. So I don't know if that's actually more dangerous or less dangerous than being on the streets, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But are there any like stories that, I mean, there's definitely some I can think of, but like yeah. crazy stories that you're like, wow, that was close. Like, I'm sure they knock on wood this whole career. I'm sure there will be, but I don't know if there's um, things you can think of that kind of can give people listening like light of like, damn. One, yeah, one time uh, James was on patrol working at this department and it was like, a year into us dating. So I was used to his schedule and everything and he texted me like he was working day shift and he texted me like, oh, I'll be home <clears throat> at 630. Um, do you want to come over for dinner? And I was like, yeah, sure. So oh, I, I show, remember this, I think. Yeah, I show up to his house at 630. And at that point, I hadn't heard from him in a couple hours. I just thought like he was busy. I didn't really think anything of it. And I like would show up to his house like either way if we had talked anyway. So I show up to his house. At 6.30, he's nowhere to be found. His find my friends, like, isn't working. So I'm like, that's weird. But, like, I'm like, oh, maybe he'll be home. And he just, like, his phone died or something, right? Then an hour goes by. At 7.30, his mom is there. And he's like, she's like, where's James? I'm like, I don't know. But I'm starting to, like, panic a little bit. Like, he's never just completely not talked to me for five hours while he's been at work. Like, we're Googling, is there a shooting in this area that he, he used to work in Laguna Beach? We're like, is there a shooting in Laguna Beach? Like, what the fuckers is yeah, going on? you guys called Patrick and I. We called Patrick and we're like, do you know, have you heard anything happening in Laguna Beach? Like, we, like, what? And he's like, no, I, Patrick hadn't heard anything. And then me and his mom, like, looked at each other and we, like, both were, like, in a state of, like, okay. If he doesn't contact us within, like, 20 minutes, we're going to call the police department and, like, just, like, make sure everything's okay. And within those 20 minutes, James calls and he's like, I was on this crazy call. Thankfully, everything was fine. But it was just, like, in those moments, because they're he is putting his life in danger every single day. And you don't know what could happen, especially when they're patrolling the streets. I personally don't want him to ever go back and patrol the streets being in the jail just feels way safer to me. Like I know it's like all the criminals in one place, but it's like, it's a controlled environment on the street. It's not a controlled environment. You don't know that car that you're pulling over. Like if that's like a drug addict and has like a knife and is going to stab you. Like you just sadly, like people really hate cops right now, to be honest. Yeah. I will say that I don't know if I could date a cop. So I give you. Really? You You don't think you'd be able to? I don't know. I mean, some. I mean, Patrick has told me some story that some calls he's been on, um, like, because he's in Norwalk. So Norwalk is. I don't. I don't want to offend anyone that lives in Norwalk, but I just. If you live in Norwalk, you probably know there's gangs and there's there's it's not violence. the safest. Yeah, it's not the safest yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, not to say it's not a great area. I have a. I have good friends that live there. It's just there's. There's there's violence there, just like Santa Ana. I mean, just like other surrounding, you know, cities. But so yeah, he's in he's in Norwalk, and um, there's so there's some crazy calls there. And he's told me about like being on double homicides, where you know one guy shot somebody and then shot himself, and just crazy stuff like that. And like that's not his everyday norm, but like for cops, that could that. Depending on where you work, that could be very well like an everyday yeah. one. Like you could be pulling your guns out a lot. So like that freaks me out. Um, like when he that told me that, me like out, yeah. obviously like Patrick was cleared to go into that situation by the cops. So like obviously the cops had to show up first and like clear the situation. And Patrick 
and his partner, you know, they sit back until the situation's clear. That could take like 30 minutes, you know, an hour. And then once it's clear, they're allowed to come in. So, you know, it makes me nervous, people clearing it or people like James. And like that would make I me know. More, more scared. And uh, the other day, Patrick got a call where a guy, this is actually kind of like a sad, but like kind of funny, funny call. Um, this guy, like, I think he did like a hit and run or he like stabbed somebody. That's not the funny part, but like something crazy. I think he stabbed somebody. <laughs> that's not the funny part. Thanks no, for that's clarifying. Not the, that's not the funny part. Just stick, stick with me. <laughs> and then he like, so he, I think he stabbed somebody and he fled the scene and then he went home and locked himself and barricaded himself in the house. And Patrick's like mm-hmm. telling me all about this. He's like, I'm sitting on standby. Like they're trying to get this guy out for like hours. He's sitting there and like, obviously the cops are like the true, like the first responder before like the paramedics and stuff. And they are, like, trying to clear the scene. They're, like, putting this, this like, strip thing out. So, like, if he were to leave in his car, it would pop his tires, all this stuff. So, finally, um, somehow they get either, like, capture him or something. But he basically tried to set his house on fire. He, like – Oh, my God. He took a chair, put it on his oven, lit the oven on fire, and was trying to light his house on fire. And his, like, grandma was inside. So there's, like, obviously a threat to, you know, his grandma, all this stuff. So I think somehow they get into the house and they arrest him and then they tell paramedics, like, it's clear to come in. There's also a fire that you're going to have to put out, whatever. So Patrick's, like, telling me about this and I'm, like, oh, nervous. I'm, like, oh, my God, you're going to, like, a barricaded house call. Like, this guy sounds crazy. Um, So then I fall asleep because it's been so long and all night he's dealing with this. And I wake up in the morning and he's, like, dude, you would not believe the night I had. So after this whole call happened, they called the paramedics up in their squad, like, which is like a, you know, the thing they transport. Well, they don't transport people in it, but for long story short, it's kind of like an ambulance. But mm-hmm. anyway, they call them forward and they're like, come into the house. And so they're driving. And as they're driving past the cop car towards the house, they run over the spikes <gasps> and pop all four tires on. Oh. Yeah. So, and it wasn't, I mean, you know, the, everyone wants to blame everyone. The cops obviously should not have thrown the spikes <laughs> into the street. I guess they told yeah. a rookie, like, move them, get rid of them. And it, apparently he threw it into the middle of the street, according to Patrick. <laughs> He's so, like, no one's coming in or out. So Patrick and I run over it. And obviously it's like mid, or three in the morning. So nobody saw anything, right? And they're just trying to get to the house. So Patrick says he gets out of the um the squad truck whatever the heck it's called and he just like hears like deflating because at that moment they didn't know what happened and like the truck just like deflating down falling and he's yeah and he's like are you fucking kidding me and like no one all the like cops there were like not wanting to like look at them apparently this is the story i've been was told like everyone's like avoiding eye contact they're like oops (laughs) and then like one of them walks over and they're like is there anything like we can like get for you guys? Like, cause you know, they're waiting for help. Yeah. Now the car's out of commission. They're stuck there. And Patrick's like, yeah, you can get us four tires. <laughs> so <laughs> funny. He's like, yeah, four fucking tires. Apparently another fireman had to come bring him tires. Anyways, long story short, this got like way longer than I wanted to tell, but it's a, it's, it's scary doing what cops do. Cause yeah. Patrick does have to go on those calls as well when they're, they need aid or paramedic. Um, but then there's also just like funny shit like that, that happens that like, you don't even think of, you know, there's like, oh. all, yeah, up all yeah. night, up all night, comes home crumpy. I'm like, oh gosh. You're like, okay, go to bed. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's some, I mean, and it takes a special person to like do this job yeah. and a special person to date people that do this job. Cause totally see some effed up things. I'm sure James does too, but you know, yeah. things small children, things like that. Like, thank God we don't have kids yet, but it takes a Even like dom- that- domestic abu- abuse. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's a lot of exactly what you're saying. It takes a special type of person. What to, like, were we de- ta- to like desensitize. desensitize. Yeah. Like I could see a dead body and never be okay for the rest of my life, but these people see people dying and like crazy situations all they the try time. To, they try to save them and they don't. And I'm like – like, yeah. wouldn't that mess you up forever? But it's just like, right. no, like, you just have to be sensitized and move on. And, yeah, like, I went, takes I, a, a certain type of person. I, sure. it's funny that you say, like, you see a dead body because I was leaving Vegas once and there was a dead body on the side of the road. 
What? Yeah, crazy. I don't, still don't know what happened, but it took like 10 hours to get home from Vegas once because the it was all backed up. And there was a tarp over this body, but like they left the foot out, like with the shoe, something. They didn't like fully cover it, and I saw it. And like I still have the image in my head, and like it, I'm like, damn, you know, yeah. I'm like I just don't yeah. know how that, you know, that little small thing. I still am not like affected by it, but I still can remember it years and years later. Yeah, I imagine like the stuff that they see and how. I mean, it doesn't traumatize them. I, I mean, some it does. Some do need to go to therapy, but I do think that. Patrick, at least I don't know about James, but definitely like doesn't let it affect him. Who knows what it'll do in years from now I, when he has kids? But yeah, I always tell James I feel like his whole outlook on like wanting to go to a super dangerous department and like be putting yourself in these really dangerous situations is going to change when you have children. That's a like thousand percent. I'm like you're going to want to literally do the be in the safest city possible like you're gonna want to be the epitome of a cop that eats donuts in the station and is not doing anything like crazy you know yeah seriously as I tell Patrick I'm like go to there's like this one department in Long Beach and it's pretty slow it's like the retire state retirement station yeah which obviously at 29 he can't go there people will be like what are you doing but um <laughs> I'm like can you go there I know <laughs> just safe. for peace of mind yeah yeah. So I had one more question I want. Oh, I know. We almost were going to talk about this last podcast, kind of. But like jealousy and relationships are like the quote unquote like first responders being like cheaters and stuff. Yes, they have the stigma for every first responder to be a cheater because they spend so much time away from home. Which both of our mans know that if there's ever any cheating that goes on. They will be exiled. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we're both super lucky that we have very loyal guys. I mean, Has that stigma ever affected you? Like when you first started dating Patrick, were Ooh. you like a little um, apprehensive? Like, Yeah, for sure. When yeah. I first met him, I was like, this guy, like, he had just, he wasn't even a fireman, fireman then, but he had graduated, like, his first fire academy, so he was, like, trying to become one, but he wasn't yet, and um, he, had, like, said that, and I remember thinking, like, is this guy going to be, like, a tool? Like, I just feel <laughs> like, I mean, other, yeah. than, other than my own thoughts about, like, oh, he's a, trying to be a fireman, he probably is, like, a, like, douche or bad. <laughs> I haven't said that <laughs> word in a really, really long time. Um <laughs> douchebag wow, word anymore like nobody uses that word I know. Um, but, but that's like what I thought and I mean obviously I was very wrong and it didn't actually like really affect our relationship in any way but I do remember thinking in the very beginning like a piece of fireman like I don't want to mess with that because I've heard way too many horror stories and I never wanted to be that girl that like I never I honestly didn't even think it was that cool to like I know there are girls out there that like dating like men in uniform I literally like was I'm sorry but I'm not one of them either it's like scary to me to be dating a man in a uniform it's Mm -hmm. not like thrilling or exciting or like it's scary it's dangerous I don't think yeah I agree with you there what about you did you have any was because James was a cop already yeah he was um I didn't really think much of it until people started saying stuff and then he was telling me stories of how <clears throat> all of his coworkers were hooking up with each other and I was like Whoa. okay <laughs> you're like so what? this is this is real um and we definitely have had conversations like about cheating and like being loyal to each other and we both just know we're not that like if we're unhappy we're going to tell each other before we're going to go and cheat on each other right. you right. know yeah yeah so. like you would well I think you're I mean, you're never past that point, I guess, right? People cheat when they're married all the time. But hopefully you're past right. that point where you're like, hey, I'm a, you know, like you can't just like break up at this point. It, but, yeah, I mean, it is definitely a stigma. And I think that we're lucky that we have And sometimes the stigma is true. I'm just going to say that. Sometimes the stigma oh, is true. Yeah. Patrick tells so. me some stories and I'm like, what? Yeah. Because you really can get away with a lot. Yeah. Like you, you're, you're not working. seeing your – 
your partner for hours, like days, hours, whatever at a time. You don't know what's going on. Right. That's so true. Even like today, I was telling Carrie before we filmed, I hadn't heard from James all day. And he's in a part of the <laughs> jail where he has no service. So he, he got on a computer and emailed me. He's like, I Facebook messaged, messaged you, but I have no service. I'm in this mod with no signal. I'll call you on my lunch break. I was like, okay. Oh, my gosh. I know. I was dying when she said that. Like, it's so cute. He went out of his way to, like, I know, let literally, you know. But, like, no contact for 12 hours. He could be doing anything in that jail with whoever he wants, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. But we know he would never. Yeah. Right? right. We'll never say never, right? Because then they think they can get away with it. But. Oh. He, we know. He knows that he is not getting away with literally <laughs> anything oh my gosh well you know I feel like ask us in three years and we'll have a whole different perspective once we have kids oh for sure like staying up alone taking care of kids basically feeling like a single mom at times you know like yeah that's hard mm -hmm. we don't know that yet but I'm sure we we will one day I know what do you think just like I know you're not anywhere near having a kid yet but what do you think how are you gonna like make that work Maybe like other fire wives or sheriff, police officer wives can give us some tips. But like some tips, yeah. I mean, a lot you, of them don't work. I mean, there are granted a lot that do, but a lot of them don't work. Which that would helps. be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll always nice. have some some work or hobby that makes some income because I would just like lose myself if I didn't. But I. I was talking Like, are you going to have your mom, like, come and help you with yeah, the babies? I mean, and I was just like talking with someone that is with the first responder. I don't know if it was cop or fire, to be honest. I can't remember. But basically, uh, they said that they're, you know, they would stay up with the baby all night and take care of them, feed them, all of that. And then when the husband, uh, you know, would come home, he would then, like, step in and, like, take care of. Oh, know. wow. But then it's hard because. I, I heard something once and it really stuck with me and it kind of sucks, but it's true. It's like they, like James and Patrick, like have obviously dangerous jobs. So like it is way more important for them to be alert and awake, awake and slept for their jobs than, you know, myself. If I was either staying right. with my mom or content creation or even the job I have now, like it would suck, but I could do it tired, you know? They, yeah. They should not be going into work on alert or, or especially James, like if you were to have to handle like a firearm or something that day, like you have to be alert for that. So that always stuck with yeah. me. Like they can't go to work tired, but you, you, you could like no one's you can, in danger. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a night nurse. <laughs> oh, those? I don't know. I was going to say that's like <laughs> another tax bracket that I'm not in quite yet. But yeah, maybe yeah. by the time I have children, I could have a night nurse. That would yeah. be a dream. That would be nice. That'd be so nice. Wouldn't it? Mm, yeah. Anyways, well, hopefully do you have any? Gave, I don't know. I'll say hopefully this gave some insight. I don't know if I have like anything else. I mean, I think we pretty much touched on. Yeah on a lot of it there's just probably I mean there's so much more we could we could okay go into, I have but... one last thing oh and then we'll wrap it up if there is someone listening that's a um whoever and they're newly dating a first responder what advice would you give them oh gosh I I was telling Caitlin before we started um I was telling her that I've gotten this question, honestly, quite a bit. Or did I already say this on the podcast? My mind is all over the place. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember if it was in the beginning of this podcast yeah. or if I said it before because her and I always talk for like 20 minutes before we start. Yeah. But um, I've gotten that question a lot in my DMs and it like surprised me because I didn't really know. I think I might have said this in the beginning of this podcast. Sorry if I'm repeating myself. But it surprised me. I didn't really know how many like followers and stuff that I had that were also You said it on the podcast. Okay. Now I'm remembering so that, so it. That, so it'll – It'll recap what I what I was gonna say. So when I get those DMs, I always try to like give a really long, like thoughtful thing back because like that's what I would want to know. Because I was very yeah. curious in the beginning, but I didn't really have anybody to ask. Um, so my tip, I, I guess like a few tips would be um, you know, trying to be as supportive as you can. Um, 
you know, in this role, whether they're going through an academy or schooling or they're on probation for a year, even though it does really, you know, suck and it feels like they can't make it to a lot of things or they're constantly focusing on studying. I mean, when Patrick was in the academy, he literally moved to an apartment in LA somewhere and I saw him on the weekends. Like I would like cry when he left. Like it was just horrible. Um, it like felt like long distance to be honest. So anyways, long story short, you still really want to be very, very supportive. Um, but at the same time, like you don't want to lose yourself. So you want to keep yourself busy, whether that's with work, whether that's with picking up different hobbies, whether that's seeing your family or your girlfriends doing happy out, whatever that is, like when they're busy, keep yourself busy. So you're not just sitting at home pining, waiting for them to get home. I'll say I was pretty lucky. Like Patrick started the academy and and graduated the same semester I was graduating college. So I was very focused on finishing college. And we both graduated the same week. Oh, Um, wow. Yeah. Here, talk about a life, a life, um, what's it called? The life, um, like a big thing, a bit, I can't talk right now. A big moment of life that was missed. He had to miss my college graduation because he had like three days left of the academy and like, if you're in the academy, you cannot miss a day. Like, unless your baby's being born, you're not missing. So, yeah, um, yeah that was like a big – that was a bummer. He couldn't make it. But James came and Laura, <laughs> they Aww. came for me. That was sweet. But um, – so, yeah, he couldn't make my graduation, right? But I made his three days later. So, um, I'll never forget, though, like graduating into life together. And he started his career. I started my career. So, all that to say, I kept very, very busy. And that would be like my biggest tip is they're going to be really busy. Just keep yourself busy so you don't feel like you're just sitting around um, and waiting for them all the time. Right. And, and is- don't ask too much about their calls or what they see. Yeah. Because you don't, don't want to know. And No, you don't want to know how much danger they're actually in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If they want to tell you, they'll tell you. But there's definitely been some yeah. calls that Patrick's seen that like worse days of his life type of thing. And it's just like, yeah, like, tell me, tell me, but I'm not going to ask because, yeah, then you're going to really stress. Yeah. And you're going to constantly worry when they're at work. Yeah. Um, my tip would be like if you're nervous about dating a police officer or a firefighter because of their schedule or because the stigma around them, like give them a chance. You never, you know, you just never know who's going to be the love of your life. And although there's like maybe things that can be perceived as negative around the their line of work, there's a lot of perks to it. Like we can go on vacation for a month if we wanted to because James gets all the time off and like he is fulfilled because he is serving his community. I don't know. There's just like a lot of pros to it. As many cons as there are to dating someone in this field line of work I think there's just as many pros so give them a chance yeah that's a good one I would definitely say give them a chance even though you know we did say like cops do get hate they do also there is a lot of people out there that are respectful and right 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 you know and you get it's also some nice perks you get too like free coffee places Patrick hates when I like when I know I do that too I'm like He's a fireman. I know you guys do a discount and like we just give it back to them and tip anyways. But like it's still fun to like, yeah, you know, say, oh, like. And the endless time off that they can take is really nice if you're a big vacationer like we are. So there's a lot of perks. And I know a lot of people love police officers still and firefighters. I feel like firefighters don't get as bad as a rap, but um, yes, I will say the the one perk that you will. Oh, maybe. Are you guys domestic partners yet? Oh, our insurance? Yeah, I have the best health insurance ever. Yeah, best health Mm -hmm. insurance ever. I will – I don't know if this is oversharing, but whatever. Um, All my teeth that I knocked out and spent – Oh, yeah. I'll just say it. Ten grand on, completely covered by accidental dental. That's so crazy. And – yeah, if I was not on his insurance, are you kidding? My, I had hor- not honestly horrible insurance with my company, but it really was dental was not great. I feel like it's not usually that great. So yeah, good insurance. I will say that. I thought for sure this was going to all be out of pocket, and I definitely was stressing about that. And we just found out today that they'll cover it. So 
I mean, I guess it that's... takes. I will say my final words is it takes special types of people to be able to do their line of work, mm-hmm. and those type of people from the ones I like know and I've met create real like the, I feel like they all have similar personalities and they're all right. really fun to right. be around and right. like very caring for family their friends oriented and family and... oriented oriented they have a lot of great qualities right right so if it's you like aren't a, a badge bunny become one i'm just yeah, kidding no. that's funny i do <laughs> i do i'll call my best friend out i won't say her name well maybe i shouldn't <laughs> but i do have a friend that that has like i've dated firemen and um because like she, once you date one you do kind of realize the perks and the so like you're like yeah. my I already understand this life so why not just like keep going you yeah and, I mean nothing obviously whatever god forbid anything happened I could see you know being like well fireman was a good way to go if anything ever happens with Patrick just kidding babe I love you if you're listening <laughs> just kidding but I That's I will funny. say I understand why people do kind of become like quote-unquote badge bunnies because you you see you see the life and and you know what it can give and you know you can handle it so yeah you know well we were going to talk about a lot of other stuff today but that's it for us that's it I feel like we since it's so personal to us of course we have a lot to say about it so hopefully you found some value or just entertain learning a little bit more about our perspective yeah, I always of dating love learning first responders. Yeah. yeah. I love like learning random stuff. So I was like, that might be fun. People, I feel like people don't really know a lot about that. And if it wasn't fun, sorry. Mm-hmm. If you still sat through it, we love you. We appreciate you. <laughs> Maybe yeah. one day we'll go into like what Caitlin and I, I don't even know if we've ever really gone into like our jobs. That might be boring. But but you know what? A lot of people I've been seeing on TikTok, a lot of people like love the nine to five hustle slash having a side hustle, like us podcasting or TikTok right. or content creation. Like people crave normalcy and like, oh, you're not just like an influencer that does this full time. Like you actually right. have a real job, which not saying it's not a real job. It definitely, definitely is a lot of work, but I think people appreciate seeing, you know, yeah, the hustle, the hustle of it all. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So, yeah, this was fun. I, it was fun sharing a little bit more about them. I know we have only had them on the podcast once. Maybe we can get them to come back. Like if people ask, maybe people could ask questions. I mean, I don't know if that would go against like HIPAA. Like if people ask about calls or like oh, I don't, something uh, yeah, crazy. I don't know. They probably can't, but that would be so fun to that would be say really any fun. names. Maybe they could. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? We'll I see. feel like, yeah, we're going to have to take some convincing. It took a... About like six months of us doing the podcast to finally get them to come on. So and we had, they were locked in a car; they didn't really have a choice. <laughs> yeah, we were, we're like, Wait, "There's no escaping. <laughs> we're doing I know. it." I know that's too funny. All right. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. We will catch you next Thursday. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.